the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie that's amore when the world seems to shine like you've had too much wine that's amore bells will ring tingalingaling tingalingaling and you'll sing the Welcome back to another episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. It's episode 67 with me, Jack, and with me as always. It's me, Andy, and this is a very, very, very special episode of What a Beautiful Podcast because as you know, if you've heard the last couple episodes, we spent some time covering the opening uh, arcs of part four, Demon is Unbreakable, leading into when we started the show originally and began covering the anime adaptation. So, out of fear and lack of wanting to indulge in some redundancy, uh, we are going to we are going to jump ahead into, and I'm very excited to do this. My favorite favorite part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, uh, Golden Wind slash Venta Oreo slash Part Five, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, let me get one of those large Oreos with the double stuff. You know? <laughs> oh, dude. Let me get that venti Oreo uh, frap with... Yeah, uh, macchiato. <laughs> Let me get that vento macchiato. But that's what we have in store for you today, as well as the back half of Village of Millionaires, a Rohan story. Um, but before that, for everyone who hasn't been religiously listening to us every week, day in, day out, we're d- going to do a real quick recap of what happened at the end of part four so if you haven't read part four, what are you doing? Go read it. Come back to this episode and have a fun time. Yeah, read the shit out of that. Watch the anime. The anime <coughs> rules. The manga rules. It's fucking great. So where we left off, we were introduced to the Nijimura brothers. And Okiyasu mm-hmm. becomes Josuke's good friend and joins the crew on their adventures in Moro. And... Just basically to sum it all up, a lot of weird shit happens. There's a lot of really good stand of the week encounters in part four that really they, they really serve to flesh out the storyline of the town, I guess. Yeah, like we quote said, unquote the town is a stand of the week. Um, yeah. yeah. It's fine. It's it doesn't develop the story a whole lot. Um, but the big like the middle that we have going on, like the middle well, like the the back half third maybe is dealt with um, Red Hot Chili Pepper, who we saw at the end of the Nijimura arc, and he's kind of like the mid-boss of Part 4, before they get to the end boss, who is, of course, Yoshikage Kira. Right. Once we get introduced to Kira, it really kicks the story into high gear, and we still get a lot of great uh, stand encounters that are Mm -hmm. uh, created by uh, Kira's father, the man in the picture himself, Whatever his name is. The The Crow Crow Man. Man. Yeah, the Crow Man. I love the Crow Man. So we get a lot of classic stand encounters like Superfly and Highway Star, which Mm. are really fucking awesome. And a lot of the back half of Part 4 is still some of the best uh, JoJo ever made. Oh, yeah, because it really developed itself. Um, All the characters were fantastic. Each new villain and stand was inventive and creative. Um and up until Kira, like, is some of the best stand fights, like, up till that point. Like, the last couple oh, yeah. of Kira fights. 
Ed Kira is definitely part of what I consider the holy triumvirate of JoJo villains, with along with Dio Brando and Funny Valentine. And mm, I specifically yeah. say Dio Brando from part one. Uh, caps Dio is cool, but Dio Brando is... Uh, <laughs> Dio Brando is the real shit. He's the real fucking deal. So Yoshikaku Kira is an extremely well done villain. And all of the sections uh, detailing his life uh, away from the rest of the cast is some of the most insane shit. Ever. Oh, yeah, the Slice of Life chapters, they're fantastic. Oh, my God, so good. So, as we conclude, uh, Team Joj, uh, they, they get in a little scrap with our friend Kira, to say the At least. At the very end. And, obviously, they win, and Kira is defeated, and his spirit is crushed by the arms of Satan. Pretty much. He's also <laughs> run over by an ambulance. Yeah, he's run over by an ambulance, and we see, as we've covered in the past of the show, we see the continuing adventures of Yoshikaga Kira in a chapter of the compilation series Under Execution and the Jailbreak, which is cool Mm -hmm. as hell. But uh, uh, part four ends on a really happy note. Uh, Joseph and Jotaro head back, uh, head off on her ship to wherever the hell they're going. Uh, yeah, we assume that our friend Joey Joestar unfortunately dies soon. Soon after this, I'd have to say. Yeah, he's... Well, I'm not sure about that. And I think Jotaro is kicking around in Morio at the end of this, but we'll get into that as we roll right into Gold Experience. Right. So, picking up. <clears throat> picking up with Part 5, Golden Wind. Mm-hmm. Uh, we open up with the very first chapter. By the way, we are going to be reading the uh, officially complete colored scans by our friends at the JoJo's Color Art Adventure team. This God. is the first time I'm reading it in this format. This is the first time I'm going to be able to read all of it in its format. The first time I read through part five, uh, the last, I guess I'll say the last third I had to read in the shitty old scans. Uh, if you've <laughs> never seen the shitty old scans for part Oof. five, oh God, go look at them just for like science sake, but they're not funny like Duang. They're just no, bad. They're, they are just, just, it's just bad. bad. Yeah, and even still... I still came away from reading those bad scans absolutely in love with this part. So I, I think it's, uh, I mean, I've gone on this tangent before. I definitely think it's underrated. I definitely think it'll become more appreciated now that anybody, everybody can read the whole thing the way it was meant to be read. And also when the anime eventually hits, I think people might see some more of the things that I like about this. It's definitely flawed, probably the most flawed part of JoJo, but... There's something special about it, and I think we'll come to the bottom of that as we read through it. Don't you think, Oh, absolutely. I would sincerely believe that. And without further ado, we will roll right into Gold Experience, Part 1, Chapter 440 of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, good fucking God. Oh, my God. Bless us, everyone. The year is 2001. It's already been three months since the beginning of the 21st century. In the sci-fi movie 2001 A Space Odyssey, humans have already traveled all the way to Jupiter. Or at least, that's all I saw before I fell asleep. Thanks, My name Rocky. is Koichi Thanks, thanks for that, that little, little bit of flavor text there. I saw, I saw 2001. I thought it was a good movie. <laughs> My name is Koichi Hiroz, and I'm currently in Italy, the land of ancient history and economic crisis on vacation. How do you feel about that one? Uh, uh, 
you know, it, it is. I, there's a lot of history there. Yeah, I guess a lot of economic crisis. Oh, Thanks. boy, has there ever been an economic crisis. You, you never heard of the lira? Oh, I heard about the lira, and then I stopped hearing about the lira. <laughs> I was actually in Italy in one of the last years that the lira was being thrown around. Yikes. And... We were, I think, I think if I remember, we were dropping like hundreds of thousands of lira on lunch. So, oh, it was a, it was a, a paper Deutschmark situation where you're just oh, like trading bricks of the fucking things. Oh, oh god, god yeah, fun. it was, it was the worst. But uh, it's worth pointing out that basically, Iraqi loves Italy. I, this is like a pretty common Italy. fact, but. <laughs> This whole part was basically his, an excuse for him to go tour all of Italy. Oh, and for sure. It it's shows so because the way the the geography works and the way that the characters move through Italy in this part is so mm-hmm. fucking accurate to the actual real Italy. It's yeah. crazy. Like, some of the travel in part three seemed a little ridiculous. Like, how the fuck did they pull that off? But this, it, it's all... And it's all contained to a smaller space because Italy's not really that big of a landmass, so it's no, all... It's just very dense, right? Yeah, it's extremely dense. It doesn't take that long to travel across the whole country, so you see a lot of finer details in the adventure in here because uh, me and a lot of other people would really say that Part 5 is kind of an extension of this type of storytelling that Iraqi did with Part 3, just mm-hmm. a little more expanded and a little more work on the characters. But anyway, that, that's, that's fair. Yeah. Oh yeah, economic crisis on vacation to see through a bizarre mission that was entrusted to me by Mister Joe Taro. Oh, who's this man? Oh, oh God, it's my good friend Giorno Di Giorno. <laughs> Giorno to Giorno. <laughs> it's not delivery. It's Giorno. <laughs> it's just Giorno. It's just Giorno. <laughs> okay, so to set the scene. Koichi has arrived in southern Italy, Naples Airport. And we see him trying to get... Oh, is that Lyra? I guess that's Lyra. That's says, Lyra. Oh. Look at those fat stacks. Because that bill says 100,000 on it, and there's many of them. <laughs> yeah, it looks like they've translated it to, uh, to, to euros, so that way I guess they didn't have to fit giant amounts of zeros in these text bubbles, which, like, yeah. fair enough. Yeah, I think in the original, it was like hundreds of thousands of yen or something. They couldn't figure out what to do. Yeah, uh, exactly. So, here's the crux of this. <clears throat> the goal of this mission is to find the boy in this photo. His name is Haruno Shiobana, and he is 15 years old. The name sounds like a girl's name, but he's a male. Apparently, he's an Italian with Japanese blood. He's currently in a boarding school, and I know the address. And what's bizarre about this is... <clears throat> I want you to get a sample of his skin and send it to me, Koichi, so that I can have the Speedwagon Foundation check his genetic structure. <laughs> Dude, check out Jotaro's get-up in this right now. We- this is the only... <laughs> bit of Jotaro we see in the entire part but this his outfit here is severely underappreciated because wow (laughs) yeah I've never it looks like a cross between um uh, there's a name for the marching band captain but (laughs) that plus um what if a cape yeah what if a cape but also a shirt yeah, he's got gills, though. 
<laughs> that's definitely uh, his, his fish side talking. Though yeah. that you know, you you probably honestly, that's probably why that is. He because he likes fish. There's yeah. no way those aren't supposed to be gills. And he has his uh, uh, iconic hand symbol as like a choker. Yeah, and as a medallion on top of his hat. I'm not sure if this is before or after he got married and had Jolene, but like... The timeline uh, there never really works out. No, so. it's muddled as shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Koichi is here to find out who this boy is. Um Jotaro wants a sample of his skin. No matter how small, that's all I ask. I would have done it myself, but you're more suited for the job. Your echoes would be able to approach him without being noticed. Unlike Joe scaring me. Also, all your expenses are paid for. You can think of this as a spring break part-time job. God bless uh, that Joey Joe star money. Oh, he he's like um, a Rockefeller, basically. It, it, this it, And you know what's funny is it kind of just, it's like, where the fuck is Josuke? Like, what happened? It's never explained. Josuke never shows school. He's yeah, a, he I, was a freshman, right? <laughs> he was like so, 16. And, and now that I think about it, it's like, you ever play Metal Gear Solid 2? Uh, no, but I've watched Metal Gear Solid 2. Okay, so you know how the whole thing is that after the end of the first game, uh, Snake and uh, Otacon create like an anti-Metal Gear organization? Oh, yeah, organization. That's just yeah. the two of them. I yeah. like to imagine that Jotaro and Koichi are like an anti-evil stand man organization. <laughs> They're philanthropy, but for stands, and they yeah. just like hang out sometimes. Yeah. Oh boy. Um, quick point out, like we're not gonna go all the way through this, but um, but this but this boy. I don't mean to be rude, but he kind of looks like you. Dot 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 dot. dot. Dot dot dot. Dot Jotaro dot dot. Is very tired of having to track down uh, relatives of him and his yeah, yeah. O- old he's, man. He's so done. It, all right, I, and not to keep harping on things, but like, sure. look at Jotaro's eyes in these panels. It looks like he's wearing a mask of his own eyes. See, this is something Araki really liked to do, part five onward. If someone is wearing a hat, or they, any kind of like forehead, uh, you bet your ass there's gonna be like shading, even though. Uh, oh man. It, it, it's, it's definitely supposed to be a shadow, but it actually looks like a skin mask. <laughs> yeah, he does the same thing with like nose shadows, like if noses were lit but up. It's very strange sometimes. Yeah. Um, Koichi doesn't wanna do any of this. Eh, I'm not too interested in older countries like this. I'll just get this job over with and head to Disneyland in Paris. Which, like, fair. bad move. He has, he has Disneyland in Japan. What's he thinking? He's probably... You know, Mariah's out in the sticks. He probably can't get to Disneyland in Japan too easy. Um, yes. Okay, guess, so as, as we get into this, um, I've talked with our lawyers at What a Beautiful Podcast, Inc., and they've said that... If you, a an Italian, does not vo- vo- voice Giorno, it's actually racist. So, <laughs> get All right. Well, you know how much I love my, my culture, so I'm gonna di- I'll dig right into it, you know? All right, so we see Koichi passing this, uh, this scene going on. These two, uh, whatever the TSA in Italy is, are watching this blonde-haired boy stuff his own ear into his head. Whoa, that's amazing. Damn, that shit is disgusting, no matter how many times I see it. 
<laughs> gross. How is it possible for someone to stuff their whole ear into that hole? Whoa, that person sure can do crazy things. Well, thanks for showing us a good time. He's got this, like, I, I love that it's, like, a pack of, like, obviously, like, Marlboro cigarettes, but it just says yeah. tobacco. Tobacco. <laughs> so, I guess Giorno's pickpocketing them? Um, no, uh, Giorno, Giorno is paying them uh, in order to fleece people here. That's what, oh, he's, right. he's paying racket money, more or less. Right. Uh, and as the guards... Uh, go by it's like well try not to attract too much attention here koichi just very confused and our boy who we don't have a name for yet we don't um, have a name and he looks very strange oh <laughs> uh, his he'll head look, is his hair is way too close to his head he'll look better <laughs> yeah. um koichi so goes I, by and we finally hear him speak a taxi hello what you are you looking for a taxi You got it. This is all you. <laughs> this is it. This is I'm, I'm like, this voice has to develop more. I'm like trying. Oh, no, I, yeah. I, I can't even like imagine what you would talk like. What What would a Japanese sound like but Italian? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Speak Italian with a Japanese accent. Ah, uh, hey. Yeah, just, just I'm a Giorno, Giovanna. There you go. That's it. And just like... Keep going with it. Take it as far as Take you want. Take it as far as I can. Yeah. <laughs> hey, mister. This is a part-time job, and I'm on the way home now. Go. I'll give you a discount. How about 10 euro to take you into town? Ha. Too expensive. I'm fine. I'll get an official taxi from the stop. Are you Japanese? You speak very good Italiano. It's amazing. Have you ever tried to live in Italy? Huh? Well, that's... I asked Rohan to make it so that I can... Uh, I mean, I I learned. Are, but anyway, are you saying that you're going to drive? You look like you're in middle or high school. Can you even get your license when you're that young? And what were you handing the airport guards? I saw some money, but what was that for? Eh, that, that was just a parking fee. In any case, don't worry about things like that. How about 10 euro? Then I won't even ask for a tip. Exactly 10 euro to get you into the city. How about that? Huh? 10 euro? Wait, no, no, that, thanks. Why would you suddenly drop it to 10? Don't talk to me anymore. As the taxi line just is full. I love the <laughs> Japanese sound effects can just be like, this is the taxi line being full sound. There you go. Yep. There's a pretty long line. Hey, that, hey. That Mar picture of Koichi, it, it's just really silly to me for some reason. He looks so he looks he, so condensed. He's so small. <laughs> he looks like he's going to play Candyland. <laughs> Why aren't you asking the people in that line if they want a taxi? If you're going to refuse, I'm going to go. I love it. I love it. It sounds like Charles Martinet with like a head cold. It's perfect. <laughs> I like to think that's my normal speaking voice. There you go. <laughs> so, you're serious about the 10 euro? 10 euro! But I'm going to have to ask you to put your own luggage in the passenger seat. I'm working without a tip, you know. Quite it's cheap. decided then. 
Your luggage will go in the front seat, and you, the passenger, will sit in the back. Listen, I'm going to tell you this. Don't think I'm just a naive Japanese tourist who's not used to traveling. Don't underestimate me, so just take me straight to the hotel. Of course, I'll go straight to the hotel. Slam. However, only without your empty luggage. Scree! Huh? Excuse, excuse me, I didn't get on yet. <laughs> the two guards from earlier. Heh, don't look. Ignore it. Ah, it can't be. Wait. <laughs> so. <laughs> Ciao. Ciao. Giorno thinks he's got off scot-free, but what's that? <laughs> the tires of the car he's driving crunch into the ground? Hmm, wonder is how that, that a, Is that an Act 3 freeze? I think it's exactly an Act 3 freeze. But this sequence of uh, textless panels as Giorno uh, in the driver's seat just with Koichi in the back slowly getting closer is very good. <laughs> yeah, he looks so menacing. <laughs> Didn't I tell you? Don't underestimate me. Oh, there's our friend Act uh, Three. Love Act to see three that is guy. So cool. Love to see that guy. Giorno gets out. You can run if you want. As long as I get my luggage back, I'm fine. Of course, I thought that this boy would make an expression of panic or defeat, or at least guilt upon knowing that his plan had failed. But he didn't seem to be feeling any of those things. The boy was merely smiling. He simply glanced at me with that composed, calm smile. His expression conveyed a shining serenity. Or at least, that's how I felt. And then Giorno just takes off. Yeah, it's like, I'm done here. I I did what I came to do. Um, Oh, this is the guards talking. Looks like Giorno messed up. Engine trouble. That's what he gets for trying to trick a Japanese tourist when he's half Japanese himself. She's gonna know we accepted the bribe. Whatever, it's not like he understands. Well, no one would guess that Giorno Giovanna's Japanese because of that hair. Apparently he didn't dye it. He used to have black hair, but it suddenly turned blonde recently. Weird, huh? Weird that we're talking about this in the open like this. <laughs> Weird said, that we're just exposing in the middle of a street. <laughs> he says that it's hereditary, but he got it from his father who died in Egypt. God, what? <laughs> Man. Oh, this dialogue's not great. <laughs> no. And Koichi uh, gets back to the car, finds a uh, pulls out the picture of... Haruno that he had. Giorno Giovanna? Haruna Shiobana? Shiobana? Show Ro Giorno? Haha, I guess you could say they look alike, but I I just arrived. It can't be. What what? My luggage, it's not here. The thing Part- I, I guess we gotta talk about the thing with his name, right? Cause it it kind of doesn't really make any sense. Uh, like, maybe it there's gotta be Because it's like, okay, so it's kind of like the weird thing that he does with the kanji sometimes, but in this case, it's like you're mixing an Italian name with a Japanese name, and then I guess you're spelling it out somehow, and... Oh, okay, I see. I looked on the wiki real quick. So, Haruno Shibana is his real name in uh, kanji, like, all, all the stuff. And then Giorno Giovanna... Uh, or Jovuno Jovana is written out in uh, Katakana. So it's never actually like his real name. It's just like his alias, I guess, or his uh, Japanese name that he now goes by. It's, hmm. 
But Koichi, oh, but this thing with Koichi, like, sounding out the name and, like, figuring it out, kind of, it's just, Well, like, yeah, like, Shoujo, that sort of thing, whatever. Yeah, it's, it's weird. <laughs> makes as much sense as any of the other word games here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and then Koichi realizes that his suitcase has been turned into, um, an egg? Huh. Yeah. Yeah, weird. After two years, I finally remember that unwritten rule of fate. Stand users attract other stand users. I realize now, hereafter, I shortly arrived in Italy. Uh, Gold Experience Part 2. Let let me just describe this weird suitcase egg, because it's got (laughs) eyes... It's got eyes. Well, it's co- I mean, it's just it's just Gold Experience's head, but weird. Yeah, I. I why is it though? I it's don't covered know. in slime too. That's important. Slime time. Yeah, it's uh, slime, time. slime time live. Um, as we move into jo- uh, Gold Experience Part Two. Uh oh, that's right, because the egg turns into a frog. Oh man, Part Five. <laughs> we in it. Part We're Five, it. boys. <laughs> Uh, the egg, his suitcase is now a frog. It's a frog now. It bursts out of the slime egg. Ah, oh, what, what is this thing? It's not a stand, is it? That's impossible, right? That It's impossible there are stand users in Italy. And it just happened to be the boy I was looking for, right? Hop, hop, hop. Ah, it's not a stand. It's, if I'm touching it, I know it's a living thing. It's a real frog. Ah. <sighs> This is bad. All my money, my cards, and my plane ticket were in there. Even my passport. Act one. Can you find him from up there? As so is this, this a, is this a new mechanic? I don't remember him pulling out acts one or two after act three. Like I, I don't. I only think he used echoes in a linear fashion in part. I four. think he might have used act one one time after he got three, but because. Koichi's stuff in between when he used three and like the end of the manga there's very little things but I think he used it to like scout once but he can use all three of them if he wants to what yeah. is whatever um sends up act uh act one who's still looking pretty fresh uh as we see the frog that was his suitcase crawl into the sewer and just vanish and cut to Giorno Giovanna as we see a... Oh, man, I've never seen Luca in color before. It's weird. <laughs> so there's this guy, and he's got flowers on this coat. And oh, he's got we, a shovel. Yeah, we also never talk about what Giorno looks like, and that's very important. Oh, God. Giorno okay. is such a great character design for, like, so, a hundred reasons. <laughs> yeah, so start off with a school uniform, because that's what this was at one point. Right. Um... Cut a big heart-shaped hole in the chest so your chest is just, like, out there. Um, have a half zip starting, like, at your tum-tum, down. Uh, little wings on your collar, up. Uh, ladybugs everywhere. Yeah, he like, just has these ladybug pendants. It's something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really get the connection other than it sort of, uh, sort of is kind of a symbol of his stand power, but, like... Kind of. Oh, yeah. Uh, matching the appearance of his stand. Also, his shoes have the same ladybug emblem on them later, apparently. But they have them on him now. Look at this panel that you see. His oh, feet. shit. There it is. I guess he's, yep. he's just real into the ladybug motif. Yeah. Um, hair, donuts, 
blonde <laughs> ponytail. Done. Beautiful. Yep. Gorgeous. I think he loses the ponytail at some point. Does he? That's unfortunate because it's a strong look. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we see uh, a man wearing like p- like Under Armour pants, pajamas, and a shovel come up yeah, to Part Jorah. 5 is also where Iraqi's fascination with fashion really shows up. And because, it's dope. Yeah, because, you know... Parts one, two, and three—they all had like period, uh, period appropriate gear. Part four, everybody had school uniforms. Part five is getting closer to the present time. Like the timeline was catching up with real life timeline. So the Rocky was accelerating. <laughs> so Rocky was able to incorporate more modern fashion, and boy, did he fucking do that! Oh, he's he so did that. Um. Uh, so this man comes up to the shovel man comes up to Giorno. Let me find a voice for Luca. You're Giorno Giovanna, right? <laughs> this is the first time we've met, huh, Giorno? Do you know who I am? Ah, Likia Luca. I've heard that you refused to back down from a fight despite the fact that you had an opponent plunge a knife into your face. And even though the wounds heals, your eye still keeps on tearing. Hey, sit down for a second. Right here. Just sit down already. I'll get a stiff neck if I have to keep looking up when I'm talking. How old are you? I'm 15. 15? Oh, you're young, aren't you? Listen, Giorno, there are three don'ts when you want to establish a good friendship. The three don'ts. So, first one's don't lie. The second is don't bear grudges. And the third one is don't forget to be respectful. Nice, huh? The three don'ts of friendship. (laughs) Did you want something? I'm the one doing the talking right now. Who the hell gave you permission to ask questions, you idiot? I've heard you've been doing some part-time work at the airport, huh? Huh? I, Leaky Eye Luca, haven't received a gift from respect from you yet. We can't be good friends like this now, can we? Show me your wallet for a second, huh? Where do you have it? In this pocket? Luca, I've already paid for protection. I have no money. So you paid the security guards, huh? Well, that's too bad. That's got nothing to do with me. Let me take a look in your wallet and see this Open autographed picture of Theo Brando. Ah, this is a this is a handsome man. Is this your dad? Dope. It's really interesting that it's it's signed Dio Brando, even though at this point he had become all caps Dio. Yeah, like it's just this word art font Dio Brando. Yeah, because not at any point in part three is he maybe once in the beginning is he referred to as dio brando i don't know but it's like completely dropped so it's just funny yeah it's mm. (laughs) what the hell is this a family photo what is this a photo holder where the hell is your wallet come on where's the cash give me your damn wallet luca please don't make me say the same thing twice when I have to repeat the same thing that only needs to be said once, it means the listener is unintelligent. I've told you that I don't have the money because I've already paid. Don't make me repeat myself a third time. Slam. 
Or it would be a slam if Giorno wasn't the fastest kid on the planet. Because Luca <laughs> just tried to like slice his head off with this shovel. But Giorno just like leans back. He's got this. Dot dot dot. You little shit. Hop, hop. The frog comes out from the sewer. Huh? Huh? Frog starts to climb Giorno's leg. What the hell was that thing doing here? Swatting off. Ah, it came back to me after all. This frog is isn't involved in this. I just it just happened to return to me. I couldn't bring myself to do th- do something like swat it off. I want to point out real quick, Araki doesn't know how to draw a frog. <laughs> no, no, he doesn't. That frog's frog is eyes a hun- don't frog's eyes don't work like that. <laughs> I was uh, that also this frog it's like he saw a picture of a frog real quick and was like oh that but he only drew the frog head and then put legs and uh, arms on it because this is just a frog head with limbs it's terrifying (laughs) Uh, I'm giving you an order besides I've already ordered you to pay up too you're gonna ignore both of them huh you're gonna say no to both to Leaky Eye Luca huh Huh? Huh? (laughs) (laughs) This here is a living creature with a will of its own. It has the ability to think for itself. You should stop this, and I'm certainly not going to go as far as to kill it. (laughs) Goes to swat at the frog with the shovel. Stop it! It's harmless! As long as you don't attempt to attack it, you're finished! Slam! Uh, as the shovel monographed with uh, SPQR, which is probably a band, uh, yeah. sinks into Giorno's chest, smush- smushing the frog. Or did it? I told you to stop. This frog isn't necessarily obedient towards me. It's only trying to protect itself. It has a will of its own life to protect. <gasps> the frog is unharmed. What? Oh. What? Oh, God. <laughs> but Luca is not. As we Welcome zo- to part five, where Araki got really violent, and there's a lot of body horror. <laughs> oh, it's, it's fantastic. Because oh, we zoom God. out on Luca, and we see that uh, his skull has been caved in the exact shape of the shovel we see the monogram spqr is engraved into his head he is he is gone yeah (laughs) so the tone is set pretty quickly here Uh, araki clearly wanted to differentiate it from the more lighthearted tone that part four had because it pretty much just starts off with joino committing a murder yeah, I mean, there are ways to start off uh, a manga, and this is certainly one of them. Like, goddamn. And it's so funny, because on the next page, you just see Echo's Act 1, and he just looks like, he's like, yeah, kids! Yeah, you murder! read some comics? <laughs> you like murder? <laughs> you like murder, don't you, kids? Oh, and we see Giorno uh, really be Dio's kid. You want to... Yeah, so he reveals his star birthmark, which which never really appears on the same part of the body for every JoJo. I don't never. know if that's deliberate, deliberate or not. Because it looks like this one is like right on top of his shoulder blade, where um, Jonathan's original birthmark was kind of like on the back of his neck. 
Yeah, that's like on, I think that's trapezius, that muscle there. I don't know. Yeah. It's the one of the bulgy ones. I was talking about his muda 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 down there. He did a muda? Oh, oh. yeah, he did. Oh, right, because it's translated. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's useless. I hate it because it's useless, useless, useless. Uh, and before this, he basically described the basics of his stand ability, where any attack directed towards it will be reflected back, resulting in death. So that's like one facet of the ridiculously complicated and overpowered gold experience, which yeah, that's we'll one, learn more. One of them, like oh boy, uh, gold experience part three. Um, or do you? Uh, you want to finish? We'll finish up Millionaire's Village because this, this. Yeah, let's leave it here with this great uh, squatting Jorno. This, this is a Juan Jorno. Is that how you spell Juan? Yeah, it's like well, it's more it's pronounced more like Bon, but it's, yeah. it's spelled out Juan. Juan. But Jorno means day or daylight. To say good morning, one says Bon Jorno. So, literally one of the most common phrases in the Italian language, Iraqi decided to name his character after. It, <laughs> yeah, and and also a pizza. <laughs> yeah, he's Mister. He's Mister Day Pizza, is what he is. <laughs> it's the pizza you eat during the day. Um, yeah, so pretty strong start. Even if that, yeah. ex, even if that exposition in the beginning is kind of weird, but <laughs> it's stilted and strange. But there's a lot now more it's that. rolling into it. Yeah. So anyway. We'll pick back up on that next week. Let's hop back to Millionaire's Village, where we believe we left off on page 22. Mm-hmm. With the creepy little boy. Yeah, the, cre- the the kid who might as well be a creepy doll from, like, any one of the creepy doll movies. Yeah, <laughs> so where we last left off, Rohan and his editor came to this village in the middle of nowhere to so that his editor could buy this house. Oh, no, because so that... Rohan continues to be a real estate tycoon. Yes, yes, because he bought, like, all these mountains and... Oh man, I can't wait! <laughs> you gotta do the voice for the girl. I... Oh God! What? Oh right, yeah. <laughs> Rohan. Rohan. <laughs> um, so they were just served tea by creepy doll boy, um, <clears throat> and Rohan starts off. Do you get the feeling that something has already started somehow? Huh? The whole manners thing. Oh yeah, because the boy had said that. Uh, they need to mind their manners. The manners are very important here. <clears throat> the whole manners thing. Manners, right? Do you think this is some kind of test to see if we have the right manners for drinking tea and whatnot? I think we're being watched in this room from somewhere. Do you know the right answer for this? Could you maybe do a search on the web for how do you drink tea? Uh. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. I'm the one doing the purchase after all. No need to worry. When eating or drinking, just avoid any sounds or motions that could be considered offensive. Slurp. <laughs> Slurp! Immediately after she slurps, Creepy Doll comes in. Excuse me, I'm terribly sorry, but the owner of the area of villas will not be able to meet you. Please leave for today. Huh? At this point, you've already breached three rules of good manners, Izumi-sama. We will not sell land to rude people. Please leave for today. Rohan just... Uh, uh, uh. What did you say? Me? You mean me? 
The first was, although you are a guest, unless specifically re recommended to do so, you should not shamelessly sit in the seats of honor, which are located across from the entrance. They sat in the seats facing the entrance, as opposed to the two seats away from it. You should sit in the lower seat. Until the host arrives, it is proper manner to wait in the lower seats. Second I wonder if this is like actually based on some kind of like old-timey Japanese like etiquette. I think I, I I feel like it might be the only reason I can like uh, the owner of the house or, or the yeah the owner of the house is able to see who's coming into the room where the guests don't get that privilege. Maybe I don't know. That's the only thing I can think of. Um, <clears throat> second, you should not step on the edges of the tatami mats of a Japanese style room. Didn't know that. And third, when one's knees are higher than the height of the table, it is proper to drink while holding the saucer, but there is nothing more unrefined than to hold a teacup by placing your fingers through the handle. Unrefined. <laughs> I, I love unrefined. Unrefined. Uh, you know what it is? I picture it like the Smash 4 announcer. Unrefined. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Instead of... um. Uh, what was the platform one? Like, touch the platforms or like... Board the platforms! Oh, yeah. Board the platforms. Drink the tea! <laughs> Manners are... <clears throat> Manners are either... Failure! <laughs> Manners. Manners are either improper or proper. We do not compromise on this. Now then, please, leave for the day. Huh? It's over. Seriously? It's already over? We gotta leave without even getting to see the host? Uh, um, did, did you just say today? Then you're saying there will be another chance. If we could have a chance to try this again, I would take it in a heartbeat. Just one chance. What? <laughs> one more try. If I could just take the test again from the beginning, please, I would really like to. You would like to try again to have good manners? Is that what you just said? Understood. I will convey your desire to the host to try again to the host and return with a response. Huh? You could do that? Please, please, I would really like to try again. Hey, 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 let's let's go. Something like this isn't gonna be any good for research. I'm really interested in the villa area. It makes perfect sense to have proper manners here. I actually think it's a very beautiful place. Hmm. Rohan is nonplussed by this and then he reaches into his pocket and blood he's got a blood in his pocket was he carrying around this blood with rohan it's hard to tell but probably <laughs> not i also like that he's wearing like jodhpurs like yeah. riding pants that's so good. it all in every rohan chapter there's always a turn somewhere and the turn's yeah. happening right now and yeah, two oh times God. in a row it's based on blood <laughs> Oh God! What? Uh, what so, is this? So yeah. Oh yeah. Ah! No way! It can't be! I've gotta go home right away. My mother, my mother died. I just heard. Uh, as she she's... was in a car accident. <laughs> ah! As she's screaming this, Rohan pulls out a box in his pocket. Um. Oh, what was this? Was this full of bird? Oh yeah, this didn't they pick up a bird in this box? Oh right. Ooh, this is the bird. The bird is dead. The bird has been juiced. 
Oh. My boyfriend, my fiance I was going to marry next year was in the car with her. Mommy had a heart attack while she was driving and they both died. Oh, oh God. The box is now filled with blood and bugs. Oh, God. Ah! <laughs> what the hell? The bird in the box? I'm back. The owner gave permission for another attempt to mine your manners. Let's continue. Who the fuck are you, bastard? There's, Heaven. he there's Heaven's door. He looks so funny here. Oh, I love this. He looks like he's, he's in a Garfield comic. <laughs> he's so tall. You never see him this tall. Yeah, because perspective or size doesn't matter with stands. Like you oh, can make yeah. him as big or as small as you want. Who cares? But, that, but not even that. He just looks like he grew up. Like this is teenage Heaven's Door. Yeah, I like it a lot. Heaven's <laughs> Door. That's that's my paper flipping noise. <clears throat> and he reads the boy's book. I guide people from the front entrance. I am the person who conveys the will of the land to those who enter with no respect. I guide people from the front entrance? Those with no respect that enter this ma mountain land and breach manners lose something precious to them? That is punishment from the mountain. There are no compromises with manners. Will you gain something or lose something? That is the rule of the land. That is the power of the mountain. Those who successfully pay respect to the land shall gain. Those who do not lose things one by one. This child is not a stand user. This child is just a guide that's being used. The child himself has no ability at all. This is seriously bad. The true identity of our enemy is the gods of the mountain. She breached three manners, so she lost three things. Then she asked for a retry. It's conceded to be asked to be tested a second time. Uh, also, turning a, book, uh, turning a human into a book and reading another person's heart without asking lacks respect towards the other party. A breach of manners. Still reading this out of the boy's face. This can't be true, can it? Shit, I've been doing this a lot. Um, uh, 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 my is that chest, it hurts. Uh, there she goes. She's yeah, gone. Rest in fucking pieces. Yeah, I knew that she didn't last this whole thing. I'm surprised. Yeah. <clears throat> oh man, this boy voice is giving me a hard time. That's a gross sentence. Hold on. <laughs> God damn it, Jack. God fucking, God fucking damn it. I love this. Izumi-sama seems to have had a heart attack. Kashibi-rohan-sama, you committed a breach of manners, so you will lose one thing as well. So, shall you be trying again, or shall you go home for today? If we don't do something, is she going to die? We can't just go home like this. I'm begging you, please forgive her. She just wanted to be happy, and she hoped to give me data for things to write about. I'm sure those were her true feelings as an editor. There are no compromising with manners. Will you gain something, or will you lose something? This corn! How would you go about eating it? Oh, Jesus. Did this turn into Yu-Gi-Oh, but for manners? Oh, man, that's such a good concept. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Um, how... Man, I, I would lose so many things. <laughs> I, <laughs> how bad would it be if you just, like, took the corn cob? Because so, there's a corn cob on a silverware plate, knife, fork, chopsticks. How do you eat it? I think oh, just to God. spite this demon ghost, I would take it by one end and just crunch and end off. Just like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think he would just die. 
<laughs> now, shall you try again, Kashibi Rohan-sama, or shall you return home today? Corn, 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 corn. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> the corn looks so sinister sitting on a plate. Yeah, oh I've never my... seen a more evil-looking uh, corn ever. Go, 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 go. <laughs> go, 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 go. I am Kashibi Rohan. Do no, do not underestimate me. Forks, knives, chopsticks, I can smell that those are traps from a mile away. They seem way too purposeful. Grasp! He grabs the corn. You grip it with your hands. And also, before that, you are stepping on something, aren't you? Demon Boy realizes he's been stepping on the t edge of the tatami mat this whole time. Oh, <sighs> shit! <sighs> it looks like you're the one who's in breach of manners. When I made you into a book before, I wrote it in for you. The name of my ability is Heaven's Door. And you can see that he's written in, I can no longer see the edges of the tatami mats. Ah, oh, ah. You stepped on one again with both feet. That's the kind of ability I have. Thank you for those manners you just taught me. It was gain something or lose something, right? <gasps> she's back. <laughs> she's, she's alive again. <sighs> it's my victory. It also looks like it was right to hold the corn with both hands. I'll be taking back the things she lost. They were her mother and boyfriend, right? The, this is cheating. Cheating will incur the wrath of the gods. Will you try again, Kashibi Rohan? Will you go home for today? Looks like I'll be getting through this without incurring any wrath, because the one who's truly breached manners is you. But I'm going home. And I don't plan to ever come back. And he, we see him walking right out of this ghost palace. And we hear pip 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 as the uh, the chick inside the box is alive again. And hooray, Rohan saved the day. The village this of millionaires. This one had a happy ending. End. Yeah, I can't right? believe it. This one had a happy ending. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, Rohan just... actually did the thing. <laughs> he did the thing that everyone wants him to do, which is to <laughs> not be a dickhole. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone talks to Rohan like. Rohan, please, please, just don't, not today, not today, but Rohan, it's not like he's even back on his bullshit, like, he can never get off his bullshit. No, his bullshit is a part of him, it's what makes him him. It's amazing in its own way. Yes, yeah, so that oh. was good. I, I still think I think uh, Mutsukabizaka was a little more, I guess, interesting, but this had a really great uh, conceit. Yeah, this it was a cool turn. Um, he, I can he, see why they chose this for the OVA. Yeah, it's a it's, pretty simple story, and it's you know, it gets the job done. I I'm already picturing like the suspense suspenseful cuts that the anime is gonna make, like as uh, she breaks each of the uh, the manners, like. It's yeah. gonna get. It's gonna get the creepy music. The screen is gonna go Dutch angle. It's gonna darken. Like all those things are gonna happen. Guaranteed. Yeah. So I really enjoyed that. That was good. Yeah, it was nice and short and to the point. Um, so next week we will continue our uh, 
in-depth look at part five it's oh man i'm so excited just because this is like it's so much fun it's so yeah, it's good. fun and it's exciting to read these good scans like i'm so happy oh i could eat off these scans uh, <laughs> and we're not gonna have a joe jolian next week uh we might have it the week after that depending on when the the scans come out so we are going to do which one of these rohans we're just going to do uh, next up po- is poaching reef Oh, God, what is this? I, I've never heard of it, but it, it starts out with him doing his exercises again. Yeah, I think that's just what he does. Like, <laughs> oh, boy. Um, but, yeah, it, we've got so much more content to do. I'm, I'm settling in. Oh, dude, Tanya is in this. No shit. Yeah, dude, he's 100% in this. Oh, God, Rohan's eyes are melting. Perfect. <laughs> Oh, this is exciting. All right, we're going to cover this to you next week. So that'll be fun. Yeah. And yeah. So we'll, we'll I guess catch we'll you call next it week. That. Yeah, thanks yeah. for joining us this week. I hope you guys are ready to follow all of part five with us. It's going to be a hell of a time. It'll probably take us forever. Oh, yeah. It'll take <laughs> us till the end of time. But until yeah. the end of time and the inevitable heat death of the universe uh, takes us all. Please find us on iTunes, on Google Play, on the SoundCloud, where Andy does so much good work in picking out the thumbnail for each week. It's criminal that we're the only ones that see that usually. It, they're so good. Um, as always, I post on the subreddit the weekly episode, as well as links to our Twitter at JoJo underscore cast. And also, I've the link to... Uh, under execution under jailbreak the stage play is in that post as well so if you've ever been curious as to what uh a stage play adaptation of an iraqi short story looks like we got you covered oh yeah we got you yeah it's fucked up it's fucking weird (laughs) it's so strange i love it (laughs) these ghost cats just like (laughs) but in the meantime guys have a good week we'll see you next time We appreciate and love you. Goodbye.